You're listening to the Guided Path Podcast. I'm Jessica, a spiritual medium. And I'm Shannon, an intuitive business coach. Journey with us as we guide you towards your authentic path and purpose. Together, we will explore how intuitive gifts, spiritual practices, and healing modalities help bring you back to your highest self. Because when you follow the guided path, your potential is limitless. Irina Angelutsa Nanhu is an essential oils expert and advocate. She has used essential oils to help heal her daughter, and now she is here to share the magic of plant medicine with us. In this episode, we chat about Irina's personal story to discovering essential oils, what essential oils are and what we use them for, the three main essential oils that you always want to have on hand, the importance of essential oil quality, how essential oils affect the limbic brain and our emotions, Irina's journey as a homeschooling mama of three, learning to heal yourself through parenting and gratitude, and so much more. I can't wait to get started with this episode. There are so many beautiful tips and tricks for living a high vibration lifestyle. So let's welcome Irina to the podcast. Welcome, Irina, to the Guided Path Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. It's Hi, really, really Thank you so much. I am so, so, so excited to be here as well. Yes, and unfortunately, Shannon could not be with us this evening as we are recording this podcast, but um, she's very excited um, for us to have you on as well. So we're going to start as we start all of our podcasts by just centering ourselves and connecting the spirit a little bit. So I'm actually going to ask you to close your eyes and we're just going to take two deep breaths together. So let's do that deep breath in and let it out. And another one, deep breath in. And let it out. Amazing. And when you're ready, open your eyes. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I so needed, excited. I needed that. I needed some grounding. Yeah, it's good to get a little grounded before we start, right? And just call it in, channel those spirit guides and let them support you in everything that we do. So I am so excited to have you on the podcast because you and I have known each other for how long? How long have we known each other? Five, six years? Yeah, it's it's been about five to six years. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> And many things together. Yeah. And we met each other before, well before my spiritual awakening. I was still studying in teacher's college to be a teacher. Yes. Yes. I remember you were in and, one of our homeschooling groups. Yeah. Yeah. And so we'll definitely have to touch on that a little bit because Irina is a homeschooling holistic mama. Um, and her ideologies behind that are really, really interesting. Um, but before we dive into all of that, uh, we love to ask all of our um, guests, what do you, or rather, when do you feel most connected to your intuition? That's a very good question. And I think for myself, uh, that would have to be when I feel the most grounded. And that grounding comes from many things. It could come from just meditation or taking the time to sit down and do some breath work or sitting in circle with some amazing women. Um, just being able to fill my cup. And when I feel that that cup is filled, then I feel just most connected with everything around me. You know, my children, just, you know, source, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, I, th I think that's when I feel most intuitive for sure. Beautiful. It's almost like when you're, when you're most present and in the present moment, it's when you can connect most to your instincts. It is so true. It mm -hmm. is so true. And it is definitely a reminder that I have to, you know, like being a mother of three little ones, you're, I'm always so busy, but it is just a constant reminder to be present, to be present because, you know, that's where the magic is. 
Yeah. And probably make, make you, you make your best decisions that way, I would say, yes. right. Because when you're in that moment, instead of, you know, ahead in the future or dwelling on the past. So that's so amazing. Yeah. I love that. So let's dive right in because you are like what I like to call the essential oils guru. <laughs> I always say, or rather the essential oils textbook, because I always tell people if there's a fact about essential oils, Irina knows. <laughs> um, and she's got all the research just kind of stored up in her brain there. And I have no idea how you know all of this information. It's crazy. Um, but I really want us to take a step back. And I actually would love to know a little bit more about your story. What were you doing before and what led you on the path to doing this beautiful work with essential oils and educating others all about them? Um, because it was a bit of a, um, I would say a guided journey. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, prior to being on kind of a, like a holistic wellness journey, my passion was in film. And that's what I did before, prior to meeting my husband and having children Film is, is the thing that I woke up to do every single morning. Um, I was doing producing and I was doing some on-camera work and I loved it. It's, it's so fun. You're allowing yourself to be creative, which now I understand is almost a little bit like being intuitively connected because when you're working from that creative space, that's where you know, all that divine energy, because it's, you know, creativity and art is not something that you create, it's something that comes through you and expresses through you as you know, you're the tool expressing this beautiful energy, which is really coming from that divine power. So I didn't understand that connection before, but I do now. Um, so I was already tapping and playing with that unknowingly. But when I had uh, my daughter, Vita, my first daughter, she came into this world with a lot of issues, a lot of health issues that I was not familiar with. And unfortunately, the conventional medical system could not provide any answers for me. So I had to really dig deep and do the work to understand what was happening to her, why it was happening to her, and what is it that I can do as a parent to empower myself with information in order to help and to help her, right? To support her, to help heal her in some sort of way and just guide her towards healing. So that is where I started to make, that's where I fell onto the path, that holistic path. And um, I started to make choices such as she had sensitivities to chemicals. So I had to make a conscious choice to remove any chemicals out of my home that would potentially create any kind of disruption in her body. And at the time, I didn't understand that fragrances are very toxic to our body. And again, it was her health journey that kind of pushed me to learn this information. And once I started to really understand this information, I just started pulling things out. And through my, my kind of journey of education, I stumbled upon essential oils because I was always looking, what other ways can I support her body naturally? So I don't have to every single time, for example, reach for the Benadryl when she's having you know, environmental allergies. Um, because as we know, and I'm not saying that all conventional medicine is, is terrible, absolutely not. Sometimes it's life-saving, but there's a time and a place for it. In our society, especially in Western society, you know, pharmaceutical drugs are unfortunately abused, used, abused, and overused. So that is not something that I wanted to be doing with my children. It's not something I wanted to teach them. I wanted them to intuitively reach for something natural, right? And I stumbled upon essential oils um, first in, in first using them for cleaning. And then I, I, was, I stumbled upon this amazing study um, in PubMed in regards to frankincense essential oil and its ability to actually heal certain tumors, cancer tumors. And that really got my attention. So um, I started to do more research and um, gain the confidence and kind of empower myself with that information so that I can start using this with my children. So um, 
yeah, that's how I kind of came upon this journey. Yeah, yeah. And how is little Vita doing now? Little Vita is doing <laughs> well. Um, her, she is definitely, you know, my greatest teacher, I have to say. Um, because not only, you know, did she come with all these kinds of challenges that I have to figure out as a parent, um, but also she is very, very intuitive. And mm -hmm. I feel like intuitive people or children, especially, they are very sensitive. Yeah. They are sensitive to energies. They are sensitive to anything around them, their environment, you know, even I would say even like products and food, everything, they are just very sensitive. And I'm really starting to kind of understand it deeper as I'm going through this journey with her and, and learning more about her. And um, I've even realized, I know this is a little off topic, but I've realized, for example, in order, you know, for me to fully, for her to fully heal. And I, I don't want to say me heal because I've realized that's, that's the wrong way of looking at it. That's me taking power away from her. It's just me providing the tools so that she can heal. She can do the healing, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just providing the environment for her body to heal. Her body and herself is doing the healing. But I've mm -hmm. also realized because she's so intuitive, she's so sensitive and so interconnected with me, you know, for her feeling to, for her healing to fully happen, I have to do my own healing. Mm -hmm. So this is the journey we're on right now is, you know, I'm doing, I'm starting to do the work. I'm starting to see the importance of me doing the work as, you know, kind of the anchor in the family. And, um, and it's just, yeah, it's taking me on, on such a beautiful journey that I could have never imagined prior to having her. So I feel very blessed for this opportunity. Wow. Oh my goodness. Um, it's just so beautiful, but also so interesting because as you mentioned that, as you said, that Vita is so intuitive and therefore very sensitive to the environment. Um, making I was making a whole bunch of connections to myself because I know that we bonded over that when we first met and, and realizing that I also had a lot of the same sensitivities and reactions to foods and chemicals and, you know, everything in my environment. And that has been been a, a health journey for me for a very long time as well. Um, but I, I actually never made that connection that, right? I mean, if I'm sensitive to others' emotions, why wouldn't I also be sensitive to other things in the environment? Because at the end of the day, it's all energy. Um, so that's, that's a really interesting point. And I thank you for bringing that up because I never really made that connection. <laughs> Um, so that's really, really interesting. And I'm definitely going to dive into that a little more. And it, it's also making me realize, um, I guess, the importance of cleansing your energy field after each day um, and to keep clearing the sleep because I'm sure um, she and I are very similar in the sense that we pick up and hold on to <laughs> some of the emotions and feelings and energies of others. Um, and remembering to clear that off would probably be very, very um, beneficial um, for promoting that health. So that's really, really interesting. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Even like just resetting your body in a sense, your mind. Um, I've There's something that I've started to practice with my children and that is every time before going to sleep because there's, you know, there, there's three children, they're, they're three of them are small and it's normal for them to, you know, bicker and fight a little bit um, because they're, they're so close together. But one of the things, regardless of what, what kind of day we've had, what I like to practice is prior to going to sleep is for us to just talk about one thing that we're excited and grateful for throughout the day. So, mm -hmm. and that kind of just resets just your energy, right? Even if you're feeling heavy and you've had a hard day, if you can just sit down and just speak to your children about gratitude and just remind yourself and allow them to connect to that and practice that, what they're grateful for, what makes them happy. What, you know, I think that's so powerful and it just totally just resets the whole day. Yeah. And you're ready to just go to sleep and allow your body to sleep and heal and do what it does while you're sleeping. 
and start your the next day like on a, on a clean slate so yeah that's been really powerful for us that's so beautiful and it also kind of goes back to what you said at the beginning because I think that gratitude really has that ability to bring you right back into the present yeah, yeah and really just ground you right down so yeah, yeah. wow that's so beautiful I love that idea of doing it before bed so many people say you know um, I've heard of a lot of people incorporating it into their morning routine but I love that idea of doing it right before you go to sleep and just really calm and relaxing to promote that healing as you're sleeping so that's so beautiful getting so many ideas from you here <laughs> for me morning is about doing breath work so starting my day reminding myself the importance of breathing and breathe mm. correctly um and then just intention setting like what it was what is my intention for today and then yeah. um once i have that put out to the universe i will just write down the things that i need to do today and mm -hmm. go with grace because i can also I, I also have to remind myself that you know things happen throughout the day and i might not be able to get to my whole list but at least i have that as as a map as a you know a way for me to know which direction I need to go today, what I need to focus on and yeah, ending my day with gratitude so that yeah. I have a beautiful sleep. That's actually so beautiful. And I love that idea because um, especially being a mom of three really young kids. Um, and I know that, you know, in our membership last month, we were talking a lot about setting up these big, beautiful morning routines and then talking about being gentle with yourself and being like, what's the one thing or two little things that if you have no time for anything else, can you do to set yourself up for a great, amazing day and not giving yourself that pressure, like gotta wake up, work out, meditate, journal, right? Do the whole gambit of things. And, you know, for a mom with a busy life, you know, homeschooling three little kids, that can be really insane. But just that little thing of just connecting with your breath and setting your intention, I mean, what a great way to come right back into the present as you go into your day. So yeah, I love that. To the body. <laughs> yeah. So even if you can't do anything else, right? Like that's a great way to start. And you don't even have to get out of bed to do that. So <laughs> exactly. No, it, it's best to do it in bed. Ah, oh, beautiful. I love that. I love that. Great. Um, so let's go back a little bit to essential oils because this is really why I'm so excited to have you here. Um, and so I am so curious as to, um, and just for our listeners, for those who don't necessarily know too much about essential oils, can we talk a little bit about the basics? What are they? What are we using them for? <laughs> um, and, you know, how are we, how can we start incorporating them into our lives? Um, and, and then we'll kind of dive a little bit deeper into it as a healing modality as well. Um, but yeah, just for those who aren't really sure, like, what is it? <laughs> Okay, perfect. So we'll just, we'll go down to the basics. Yeah. Um, and essential oils are essentially just an earth medicine. They are plant powered medicine that are distilled from different plants, um, flowers, roots, trees, shrubs, seeds, essentially any part of the plant. Okay. And they're extremely concentrated. And this is why everyone who starts with essential oils, they are always told a little goes a long way because um, they can be anywhere from 100 to 10,000 times more concentrated than the natural dried herb. So to just give your, your listeners uh, a visual on that, like one drop of therapeutic grade peppermint essential oil is equivalent to having 28 peppermint teas. So it's wow. very, very potent. <laughs> so for example, like peppermint is used to help with digestion, right? In many cultures, um, like in Asia, they always drink peppermint tea after dinner. And what that helps is promote digestion. And this is where you can use peppermint essential oil to help with that as well. And really, uh, essential oils can really be used for so many amazing things. They could be used to enhance your physical, your emotional, your spiritual, um, and your mental well-being in general. And I mean, I started to first use that use them for the physical aspect. So I started using them to help with my daughter's environmental allergies. We were using Benadryl because that's the only thing I knew 
um, that would help her. But using a therapeutic grade essential oil like lavender, which is, is a natural antihistamine, was powerful at actually helping all her symptoms, you know, disappear within like 15 minutes, just diffusing it into the air. Um, and they can be used to alleviate sore muscles, assist with cough, colds, flus, headaches, any skin irritation, as, men as I mentioned, digestive discomfort, help support sleep, hormonal imbalance, uh, emotional support, and many, many other things. Now, you know, plants that grow in its natural environments, they have to be very resilient because they, they have to be able to protect themselves from extreme weather conditions, um, you know, from insects or disease. So they are extremely, extremely resilient. They've developed really, really strong immune system kind of living through the natural elements of nature. Um, so as a result, essential oils, um, you know, they are very complex in a sense that they can contain anywhere from 100 to 1,000 different natural chemical constituents that actually give its, its therapeutic um, abilities to heal the body. Yeah. And so, and I guess that's why you would say that, um, you know, if we were to talk about lavender, for example, there's so many different benefits to this one oil and you can use them for so many different reasons. Um, and I will say that you, Irina, are the one who actually introduced me to essential oils. I had not known anything about them, which surprisingly, having been raised by a homeopathic and chiropractic mother, um, you'd think that that would have been very part of my world, but it just wasn't. Um, and so, um, and it just became like part of the medicine cabinet, right? <laughs> um, and it was just like, you know, if there's, I mean, I, I, my mother being a homeopathic um, doctor, we never really had conventional medicine in our home necessarily. Um, but just another tool um, that I found was um, because homeopathy, it works really well and it works with energy, but it works with consistency over time. And I found so much, especially with, you know, peppermint oil and the, the digestive blends, it was like almost immediate. Yeah. Um, and we almost, we cannot keep enough like peppermint oil in our house <laughs> to aid with, you know, those digestive woes and other, the digestive blends, um, that your company or the company that we like to use has. Um, and so it's just so beautiful how it's almost like a, because they're so potent, um, how, how fast and effective they can be. Um, so it's a perfect thing to just carry around and there's so easy and portable become these little bottles, right? And you can, I have them all, all over my purse, right? Um, and you just take them with you wherever you go. So that's so beautiful. Um, so what I would really, really love is if we could kind of walk through just a couple of the oils that maybe people can think about just as beginners um, of what we can start using um, either for health or mental benefits that like, if you just wanted to pick up like two, three main ones that you could kind of use as like your essential oil Swiss army knife. <laughs> um, what, what would you recommend that people kind of start with? I'm going to talk about the most popular essential oils, because I think those are the oils that people can relate to the most. Mm -hmm. um, and those are the, the oils that I started with first, for example, like lavender, um, because actually lavender is really known as the Swiss army knife of essential oils. So that's actually perfect. And I think <laughs> when in doubt, they say like, when in doubt, just use lavender. You cannot go wrong with lavender. So lavender, you know, as I mentioned, it's a natural, it has, it's a natural antihistamine. So it's amazing for allergies. Um, a lot of people use lavender for skin conditions like, burns, you know, bites, scratches, bumps, bruises. Now, I just want to mention that not all essential oils are, are um, created equally. So if you're using a non-therapeutic blend of, or sorry, non-therapeutic lavender essential oil, it can actually do the reverse. It can actually further burn your skin if you're using it, for example, to help with a burn. So you have to be very careful. You have to know where your where that plant is being sourced from so that it's actually therapeutic grade. So again, as I mentioned, it's amazing for skin. It is amazing for sleep. And a lot of people, for example, associate lavender with 
helping promote sleep or like calmness. So if you're dealing with anxiety, um, if you're having just a hard day and you just need to bring your energy down, then that is definitely the oil you want to be, for example, diffusing or taking a bath with some Epsom salt. It's very, very relaxing. Again, like I said, it's, it's basically the Swiss army knife. So anytime, you know, if you don't know what to reach for, just, just try lavender. Now, the second oil, as you've already mentioned, would have to be peppermint because it is so incredibly powerful for digestive aid. Um, so people who have digestive problems, um, peppermint can really, really assist with alleviating some of the discomfort associated with that, these digestive issues. Now, obviously, if you have some sort of chronic condition, you, you should first maybe consult uh, your doctor prior to using or your naturopath, because most conventional doctors won't know anything about essential oils, but maybe a naturopath or your holistic doctor would be able to kind of help guide you and support you on how much you should be using. Um, and also I love peppermint, for example, like diffusing it during the day just to help wake me up. It has that very, very fresh scent that helps with alertness, right? So a lot of, for example, a lot of my friends whose husbands are currently working on Zoom literally cannot live without peppermint oil being diffused because it just keeps them awake, right? It just keeps you awake, alert, and focused. Um, and it's also amazing to help curb sugar cravings. So if you're getting into exercise and trying to eat healthier, putting just one drop, with water can actually help curb sugar cravings. So it's amazing for that. Again, um, even with coughs and cold, you can just put a little bit um, on some coconut oil and then rub it on your chest, or you can just smell it just to help open up your sinuses. So again, it's one of those oils, kind of like lavender. It has so many different uses. So definitely one that would be in my first aid kit. Mm -hmm. definitely now, a headache lifesaver as well oh yes absolutely yeah. thank you for bringing that up it is amazing amazing for headaches migraines all those types of headaches it is or those tension headaches uh it is definitely very very supportive um so putting it on your forehead on the back of your neck along your spine is incredibly beneficial um and also behind the ears so yes definitely Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah. Um, and I would say the fourth one uh, would have to be lemon because it's the most commonly used essential oil in my home. I have one in my kitchen. I have one in my bedroom. I have one in my laundry because it just, I use it so much for cleaning, for removing stains, for removing stickers. Cause I'm all about like just repurposing certain things. So I love keeping the little Mason jars and repurposing them, you know, to make my own stuff or using them as cups. So, you know, getting those um, stickers off essential, uh, lemon essential oil is very, very effective. Um, in my laundry, when I'm, you know, washing clothes and I want to remove any kind of stains, I just add a drop of lemon essential oil. And also it's just, it's such an invigorating scent. I love adding it when I'm diffusing it to any scent, really any of these citrus oils are, you know, they smell like sunshine in a bottle. You cannot go wrong with it. If you just want to have a nice morning and you want to think of sunshine, even if when, on a gloomy day, you just have to diffuse lemon and it will just really give you that feeling again, because of the relationship of essential oils and the limbic brain, which we can touch on later. Um, but it, you know, it can actually directly affect your mood. So it is extremely powerful. There's tons of studies on PubMed about the citrus oil and their ability to actually affect us positively in terms of mood um, or like depression. So definitely it would be one oil I would have in my cabinet. Another way that I really love using lemon essential oil is just putting a drop in the morning, you know, and having it with some warm water to help support your digestive system after sleeping. So yeah, it could be incredibly powerful that way as well. Yeah. And there are many other ways that I just did not mention because like I mentioned, they, they have so many natural constituents and all essential oils can be used for so many different supportive ways. And you just have to find, you know, kind of what works for you, what resonates with you. 
Yeah. Yeah. I know in our home, um, first thing in the morning, we're diffusing peppermint and lemon together and it is like the most uplifting. You just feel good and it wakes you up and it smells amazing. It just puts you in that great mood. Um, so definitely a good hot tip there. Um, so let's talk about the limbic brain a little bit, as you said, um, you know, how can oils really affect our mood? Um, and yeah, how can we use that to help us, especially kind of as we're going through, you know, this pandemic, we're kind of stuck inside a lot. We're on screens a lot. We're dealing with a lot of mental health, um, issues that maybe weren't necessarily as present when we were a lot busier. So how can we, how do oils support us in that? Okay. So essential oils, like the molecules found in essential oils, they're very similar to the human cells. Um, so when we are using essential oils, they are absorbed easily by the body and, and they exactly know your body knows exactly how to use them. And therefore they're able to influence us on a biochemical as well as biophysical level. And that is because our sense of smell is the only one of the senses that directly impacts the limbic brain. So our other senses have to pass through different filters, whereas your sense of smell directly affects the limbic brain. The limbic brain is basically our emotional brain. It is the thing that regulates so many functions in our body. Basically, for example, like heart rate, blood pressure, body temperature, hunger, thirst, sex hormones, thyroid hormones, breathing, uh, as well as memory. It, as, you, as you understand, that part of the, the brain is extremely powerful. So the way that essential oils can be used to affect the limbic brain. And what happens when we process information in the limbic brain, what it does, it releases chemicals to our body and it literally affects our physiology chemically. So when we're using an essential oil, for example, like frankincense, which is amazing for grounding and just supporting you emotionally, it directly affects the limbic brain and makes the limbic brain release these chemicals. Whether we have a conscious or a subconscious understanding of that, it is something that's happening because that's what the limbic brain does. And it, for example, helps calm us down by slowing down our heart rate, um, balancing our blood, blood pressure, if we're having that um, as a symptom. And then it's basically teaching our body chemically what our mind understands consciously. And this is why I love actually using essential oils with intention when I'm trying to affect the limbic brain. So setting an intention and then using the essential oil, I'm basically telling my body what I want it to do with that oil, you know, uh, the natural constituents of that oil. So it is extremely, extremely power powerful and can be used to really even tap into the subconscious without us even really knowing that we're doing that. So for example, if you're experiencing anxiety and, and you use an essential oil, um, like as mentioned as frankincense, you can help your body regulate itself, but at the same time, um, just bring your body into that balanced state. Wow, amazing. I really love that idea um, of setting an intention um, before using that oil. I actually never really thought of that. Um, I guess you kind of have in mind, you know, why I would be grabbing a specific oil, but actually setting that intention. So what might that look like? Is it just sort of holding the bottle and, and you know, placing that energy on it? Or what might that look like to set the intention with the oil? When you start using essential oil, again, I started using essential oils just to help with physical ailments. And very quickly, I, I found that you can use them to support yourself emotionally and mentally and even spiritually. So as you're using essential oils, what you'll start to notice, you're going to intuitively pick essential oils that you need in that moment. Okay. And for example, right now I have frankincense, right? And I wanted frankincense just to help ground me so that I can be present with you today. So what I did is I put a couple of drops in the palm of my hands and then I cupped it over my face and I took deep breaths of it. And my intention was to basically ground me so that I can be present and grounded when I'm doing this interview with you. So 
you can use them for anything. You can even just kind of like people pray before they eat. You can just, you know, pray or give gratitude for the oil for healing your body or something like that. Just whatever really resonates with you in that moment. And it's not something you even have to say out loud. You can just, you know, intuitively just speak to it. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, And I also love that you mentioned that um, essential oils can really help you access your subconscious brain um, and also can enhance your your spirituality um, and your connection to spirit. And so I know with, um, with our community, that's, that's really important. That's, that's kind of what we're all after is really connecting with our spirit and our soul and, um, and our higher selves. And so um, what oils do you find do you um, kind of can help with that? Or what has been your experience in using oils to connect with your spirituality and your spirit? Now, first of all, I firmly believe that in order for you to be able to tap into that kind of realm, you really have to be grounded. Um, Yes. You have to treat your body very intentionally, which means you have to take the time to slow down. You have to take the time to just rest and breathe, to give your body proper nutrition um, and, you know, try to keep your body clean, as clean as possible, right? And even the environment, right, that you're living in, this is why I I really believe in non-toxic living, because, you know, we don't need additional things bombarding our environment, right? And Mm -hmm. creating, you know, any kind of issues for you. So if you're able to do all these different things, then especially, you know, being a parent where it's already hard to stay grounded because you have so many things you're juggling, then using essential oils just to maybe help ground you in that moment so that you can go into that place where you can tap into that intuitive realm. So one interesting things that I've recently started to really dive into is the frequencies of essential oils and how they can be used to actually raise our vibrational frequency so that we can feel better. We, you know, we become like that antenna where we can tap into those realms. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the highest frequency essential oils um, that have been measured are, for example, rose essential oil, which resonates at around 320 megahertz. Um, Also, Northern Lights Black Spruce is another very, very strong frequency oil. So you can use those in order to kind of raise your own vibrational frequency so that you can pick up all these other things that are outside of us, that are constantly outside of us, but we are not listening because we are not attuned to that frequency. So that's something I I definitely love doing and educating people on who are interested in that topic. Um, yeah, but I will definitely say that one thing, um, that really kind of helped my journey, because, um, as I've told, um, you know, my listeners, and if you're, this is the first time you're tuning in that my, you know, intuitive abilities weren't something I was fully aware of as a child, right. All growing up, it was something I tapped into and discovered later on in adulthood. And I really, truly believe that what sparked it and my ability to really tap in further was cleaning up my environment and my health and all of those different things. And that actually started when you introduced me to essential oils and replacing some of those harsher things that I was using in my environment, um, you know, such as cleaning detergents and, you know, um, a whole bunch of other things. Um, so that really made a huge difference. And I had no idea about things like fragrance being so toxic. Um, and me totally changing to making a lot of my own things as well, like deodorant and lotions. And they smell so much better when you make them with essential oils and you get to design them to your own taste. Um, so I am always forever grateful to you for helping me, um, along that journey. Cause I truly believe that it sparked the whole, the whole journey, um, you know, for me as well. Um, so thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for saying that. And I, I really, from the day I met you, I think you had everything already inside of you. You know, all that I did was just help you remember all the amazing things because you were already so intuitive. Um, 
and you just started to connect to your own intuition of what feels good and what doesn't and what you need and empower yourself with that information. I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned from this journey is it is so powerful to be empowered when it comes to your health and that it's in your own hands that you can literally choose how you feel and um, how your body heals. So provided the right environment, you can really do anything. So, yeah. And I think that that really all comes back to, I mean, everybody has that ability. I mean, I very strongly preach that everybody is intuitive and it's all a matter, as you said, coming back to it and remembering it and creating the environment where your body can and your mind can thrive and really tap into your truest, most authentic self, which is a spiritual being, right? Living in a human body. (laughs) And so if we can support that human body in any way that that is possible and help raise the vibration energetically using things, beautiful things like essential oils and clean eating and all of those beautiful practices, right? It's already there. It's just a matter of, as you said, creating the environment that allows it to thrive. The seed's already been planted, right? (laughs) Like a radio, you're just tuning slowly into the right frequency so that you can hear the information that's always there, right? It's always around you. You just need to tune yourself into that frequency so that you can start picking it up, which is exactly what you're doing right now, which is so beautiful. And I'm so excited on your journey. And doing, <laughs> I think it's amazing. Um, you know, when we first met, I, I, I knew that you were definitely not going to be teaching for long. <laughs> because you were just, there was something special about you. Even though you're so amazing with children and you know how much I love, I loved when you were in our co-ops and you were just just so beautiful with the children and they all love you so much. But I knew that there was something else for you. And mm. I'm so happy that you're doing that because you know that also is so important when you're when you're living that your true authentic self and kind of kind of like your purpose it empowers you and it just keeps you vibing a lot higher than, you know, being at a desk and hating your job, you know, that right away just emotionally drains you and yeah. lowers your frequencies. So I'm so happy. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it really does. It makes a huge difference when you're not feeling in alignment with your true self. I mean, I mean, even my health was deteriorating because I knew that something wasn't right. Um, and so again, always kind of leaning into the thing that feels best for you um, is always going to support your body's ability to vibrate higher and connect with your intuition and your highest self and spirituality and all of those beautiful things. So that's amazing. Um, so we do have a little bit more time and I would really, really love um, because to talk a little bit about the fact that you are a homeschooling mama of three. Um, and this is essentially how we met because I was studying to be a teacher and not extremely resonating with um, some of the practices that were going on in the school system. And while I loved working with children, there was something that I knew. I mean, this was before I had tapped into my intuitive abilities, but there was definitely a gut instinct there that was like something in here is doesn't feel right, doesn't feel aligned for me. Um, and uh, so then I did, I started working with a whole bunch of homeschooling co-ops and, you know, families that get together so that their kids can can thrive in these beautiful forest playgroups and things like that. And that's how we met. So um, I would love if you don't mind sharing sort of why you decided to go the homeschooling route and what that journey has been like for you. That's a very good question. <laughs> uh, and to be honest, I originally chose to homeschool Vita because she was my first uh, because of her allergies and sensitivities, because Mm -hmm. I needed to feel more confident that she understands what her allergies are because she, she, she did have some anaphylactic allergies. And I want to say the word did, because I feel like she has outgrown them in a sense that, you know, obviously if, you know, if I was to go and give her, you know, cartons of milk, then potentially that can trigger an anaphylactic response. But we have exposed her a little bit. So I know that she, she's, you know, by measurements of anaphylactic or not, in terms of just direct small exposure, she isn't, she is still sensitive to it. So I just wanted her to understand that 
But when making that decision, I had no idea. I just like opened myself up to this new, amazing world. Um, and growing up, I really enjoyed learning. You know, I'm, I'm always trying to learn new things um, and grow myself. But I didn't really enjoy school. I don't know. I just did not have a good ex experience in school. And that is because I felt too boxed in in my learning. Like I felt like every time I would, and I was always drawn to go outside of the box and I would always get in trouble from my professors <laughs> who would reel me back into the box and say, you know, Irene, like if you want to get a good grade, you, you have to stay within, you know, the scope of what we're learning in this class, you know, regardless of how much evidence I had to support the things that I wanted to investigate. So for me, that felt really constrained and I didn't like that. Mm -hmm. So when I started to learn about homeschooling and I started to meet all these beautiful communities, I really started to see the importance of these communities and how beautiful homeschooling can be. Because homeschooling isn't just, you know, learning mathematics or, you know, any other subject. Homeschooling is really learning about the harmony of life and family and relationships, which is so, so important. You know, for example, and I'm not saying this case applies to everybody, but like a lot of my friends whose kids are in school, the siblings, they don't really get to see each other because they're in different schools, different grades. They are taught or conditioned to associate themselves with different groups, with children their age, quote unquote. Whereas in a homeschool community, the children are together. They're learned to collaborate together, take care of, of each other, sometimes take leadership when they are older. And it really empowers them to be able to relate to anyone and anything. And of course, there's no box there. It's really led by the child. We want to know what inspires them, what fires them. And every child is different, right? For some children, it's like Vita is artistic. Like if you really want to speak to her soul, you have to do it through the arts with her because that's what speaks to her. Whereas, you know, other children building and really being involved physically in building things, that's what really excites them. That's where their passion lies. So I think when you can find kind of like the foundation of what, what makes them an individual, you can help nurture that the same way you would nurture soil for something to grow, right? So my job now as a, as a homeschooling parent is to just, you know, in the beginning, you plant a couple of seeds to see what is what resonates with them. Again, that, that idea of resonance, right? What resonates with their soul? And when you start to see those little seeds growing, then all you're doing there is you're providing the environment for them to thrive, right? So if it's arts or if it's something else, mathematics, like if, they're, if you see that they resonate more towards math and science, then all you have to do is you just provide the information and they will do all the learning because children are brilliant and they're so resilient and they want to learn right? You just have to create the environment for them to learn. And this is what I, I find so ironic and so beautiful that literally anything and everything, whether we're talking about toxic free living or alternative medicine, your body, your mind, everything can thrive provided the right environment that supports you as an individual, because we are all different, right? You know, starting off the whole homeschooling journey, I also started to become more conscious about my parenting. And what that means is as a child growing up and learning behavior from your parents, you know, what is, what is it to be a parent, right? It really set, I, I think homeschooling, I'm doing more of the learning than my children. <laughs> I, I really want, I don't want to, raise children that have to recover from their childhood. And I think so many kids and so many adults right now, that's what everybody's working on. They're, they're working on like childhood traumas. I don't want my kids to go through that. So I realized that for me, for, for them not to have to experience that, I have to do some work as well. I have to relearn some behaviors. I have to throw away some of those conditions I learned 
from my parents, from society. And I have to just go with what instinctually or in the moment, what I feel intuitively is needed in that moment. And when you start to, like you said, tap into your intuition, you honestly can't go wrong because intuitively you will always be be brought to place of peace, the place of presence and the, you know, the place of love. And if you're working, if that's your foundation, I mean, you can't go wrong. So, mm. and I, I still have so much to learn. There's so much to learn. They're changing. And every time they change, I have to, I have to change myself. Right. And I think as parents, like, for example, my parents, their generation is like, this is how we are. And everybody else has to adjust to my rules, my expectations. But when you start to really step back and you start to realize like, this is an individual. Yes, I've created this little being, but they're an individual. And what is it that they need? Not what is it that I expect for them or what, what I want them to become? What do they, what do they enjoy? What, what does their body need? What does their mind need to thrive? My opinion, your, your responsibility as a parent is to provide what each little being needs for them to be able to thrive. So that is what I'm trying to do with my children. Um, and I still have so much more to learn from so many amazing mamas in our community. And I'm, I feel just so blessed and lucky to have so many amazing women in my community supporting me, helping me through this. Yeah, I, I feel really, really lucky and blessed. And definitely homeschooling is, is what we want to do going forward. Unless my children ask to go to school, uh, I have no intention of sending them there. So yeah so beautiful thank you for sharing that and your kids are so lucky to have you as a mom so so beautiful and it I love how it really all comes down to the same thing of like we are all these beautiful souls kind of walking in a meat suit (laughs) right but we are all right spiritual beings having a human experience and all that we can really do is to create the environment to support that spiritual being to come through and as you said it can relate to you know connecting to your spirit to your spiritual being and your intuition it can relate to becoming you know an individual and parenting and it really all relates back to the same thing right which is really using your intuition and love and just creating that environment where anybody and anything can thrive and I love that message so so much so thank you for bringing that up it's so beautiful Oh my goodness, Irina, this was such a beautiful conversation. Um, But before we leave, is there anything else that I didn't get a chance to ask you or that you would love to share with our listeners um, that I didn't mention yet (laughs) or you didn't have a chance to mention? I just wanted to say that this program that you're doing, I think is so important, especially right now with what's happening in the world. I think so many more people are tuning into themselves. They're taking the time to meet themselves for the first time. Some people for the first time, they, they don't even know, they've never had a chance to sit with themselves and to know who they are, what they need, what makes them happy, what are they passionate about? And I think that is kind of the gift of this whole pandemic is that it's forcing people to sit with themselves and make the choice. Am I gonna continue living my life in a way that does, is, doesn't, is not resonant to my soul? Or am I going to make the choice starting right now to, to do the things that actually resonate with me, that make me happy, that fuel me every single day? So I think it's so beautiful that you're doing this program because it's really pushing people to realize what is it, what fuels their soul? What is their purpose? So I just wanted to say thank you to you guys for doing this because I think this work is so, so important and it could really change the world, the frequency of our world, and just the direction that everything is going into. It, it can change just with people being able to tune into themselves and, and really raise their own frequency and vibration. So I just wanted to say thank you to you and Shannon. And I'm so, so excited to be on your show. And um, this is the most important work anyone will ever do. So 
Oh, thank you so much, Irina. And I just honor and love and thank you so much because I know that our friendship has just gotten deeper and grown and become so beautiful over the past few years. And I, I really see that um, it's so beautiful for us to walk in this together because I've seen so much of a spiritual growth in both of us over the last few years. And we are not the same people that we met six years ago. Um, so it's so beautiful to walk this path together. Oh, thank you so much. So where can our listeners find you? How can they get in touch with you? Tell us all of the things and all of the ways that they can learn more about essential oils and everything that you do and hang out with you. <laughs> um, well, if uh, your listeners are on Instagram, which I know a lot of people are getting off social media because, you know, we all need to take a little break sometimes. Um, you can find me at awaken underscore to underscore wellness. Um, I'm also right now on Clubhouse, which I'm really enjoying. Uh, you know, I've already tagged you into that. Yep. <laughs> as well, um, on Clubhouse, you can find me at awaken to wellness as well. And yeah, you can give me a follow. You can reach out to me anytime you have any questions. And I will be working on my own podcast um, in the future because I really want other moms. There's so much information when it comes to health and wellness. Um, and there's lots of point of views. And, you know, I had to do a lot of digging and, and the digging is important too, right? Because you need to know how to sort through information. But um, I am working on a podcast to just kind of help empower and educate everyday mamas like myself with information about everything to do with wellness and health. So once I have that out, then um, I'll definitely share that with you. Amazing. I'm looking forward to it. That sounds like a really, really beautiful um, kind of curation of information. So that's exciting. And we'll link to all of your um your links, handles, handles. <laughs> your handles. Thank you. We'll link to all of your handles in the show notes as well so that people can find you. Perfect. Thank you, Irina, so much for joining us today and for being on the Guided Path podcast. Loved having you. Thank you so much. If you want to learn even more about essential oils and how to begin incorporating them into your everyday life, then you're in luck because Irina will be hosting a free workshop all about naturally healthy homes and winter wellness. This workshop is completely free and will be held on December 3rd at 7.30 Eastern Time. So head over to the link in the show notes to sign up. You won't want to miss this workshop. Well, that's it for today's podcast. If you heard something that inspires you, please feel free to write us a five-star review or send this episode to a friend. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so that you can get access to new episodes every single week. Sending so much love, light, and wellness your way. And Shannon and I will catch you in the next one. Bye.